Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 86 of the Holdcast. Jack Grimsey alongside Robert Lintot. As always, sorry, I'm feeling a little bit under the weather, so pardon my voice and possibly my nose. But um, hey, Robert, how's it going? Um, you know, I, I think the, the condition that I'm in is maybe still a little bit better than Villa. <laughs> the funny thing is, I don't think you realize that the write-up that I did for this and the headline that I've given this episode of the whole cast is now 100% less prepared. Making fun of Villa, but apparently it works for you and I, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I had a, a different window up over, uh, it was kind of over the side of this browser that I have the Hangout open in, so it had the little live portion covered up, and you said you'll hear the beep, and I didn't hear any beeps. Yeah, there was no beep this time. It sort of screwed yeah. us over. Come on, Google. Dirks. Uh, we can't start the lightning cast yet, because I've got to find a link so I can link people to it. There's like a 15-minute window in which they can watch us live. I don't want them yeah, to miss that. Really not a, not a big time span. And I know James, I just got a Snapchat from him. He's all tucked into bed, ready for the whole cast to start. He's... Really, I think it's it's uh, one of his favorite things to watch. Definitely better than watching Villa, and at least shorter. So even if we're terrible, it's not going to last 90 minutes even. <laughs> There's jokes to be had there. Um, yeah, exactly. Sleep well, James, nighty-night. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Do, do, do. Let me tweet it so people have it. One, two, one. So yeah, we're, we we didn't do it the past couple weeks, I think the past two weeks, but um, a couple, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe a month ago or something, we were just doing short segments, lightning round Holcast, and we're going to try to do that again today. Just three-minute segments. There's obviously not a lot to talk about surrounding Villa. We actually only got one Twitter question. Um, probably and it wasn't even though, a Villa question. No, not even a Villa question, but um, we're going to answer it anyways. Oh, and, I've got my answer. I got my answer the moment that question popped up. Yeah, I'm still thinking, Robert, you kind of threw a, a wrench into the span or a spanner into the works right before the pod when we were talking about that. But anyways, let's get to Chelsea when Villa rolled over and died. All right, are you ready? You yes, say go. Clock. Go. All right, so Chelsea, that sucked. Yeah, and, you know, coming coming out of the gate, Villa were okay, you know, first 20 minutes but before Chelsea breached the walls and burned everything, everything that was still left to be burned, I guess. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it, it seems like the time in which Villa are okay is getting shorter and shorter every time. Like, you know, oh, they were fine for the first half, they were good for the first half hour, they were good for 20 minutes. I think by the end of the season, well, they didn't immediately allow a goal off the uh, kickoff. Well, I don't know. We've, we've seen Villa concede, obviously, in shorter time spans than the first 20 minutes, but for some of that time against Chelsea, they actually looked threatening. They were putting attacks forward and mustering shots and goal. They were pretty weak shots that were all straight at the keeper, but I mean, they they showed up in the stats. Yeah, and I mean, they did look <laughs> statistical model. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're expected goals will really be thrown off by that match. I don't think anyone should expect Villa to score any goals. I wonder what Michael Cayley has to do to adjust for the fact that Villa is Villa. Yeah, maybe there's like a box he can tick in his in his uh, algorithm that says, "Is this Villa?" and says yes, and then it just sets it to zero expected goals. Reduces expected goals by ninety five percent. 
Yeah, it's, I don't know, there, there really wasn't much to take away from that other than the fact that just once again, villas start decently strong and then just totally capitulate. And this is why we're doing a lightning episode today, because what in the hell is the point of talking about this for more than three minutes? It's the same thing we've been well, talking about for months. Yeah, I mean, the cumulative time we spent talking about a villa being shambolic is much more than three minutes, probably more closer to three hours, no, 30 hours, probably over the course of the year, who knows? Yeah. And... Really, I mean, before we get to the end of the segment, I just want to make one note that there's no way Eric Black is winning the manager job. No, he isn't. And I mean, you know, coming you know, out, getting yeah, burned he, for Yeah, he had to get a chance. Yeah, it's... I mean, I just can't believe we keep losing at home. As someone pointed out, 4-0 is only the second worst loss at Villa Park this year. Which... Yeah, and... It's only half as bad as we lost to Chelsea by a couple of years ago. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. So improvement. Look at that. We're doing better. We're we're really riding that momentum down into the championship. No, we, but the thing is, we really aren't. I think though, this the team just collapsed worse than they did at any occasion under Remy Gard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know you had in here. Let's talk a little bit about the manager. But with the Twitter questions being so short, I think we can shoehorn some manager talk into that. Wait, your timer was before mine. Because there's yeah, the obnoxious sound. All, All right. right but Thank God we're done talking about that Chelsea match. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to the manager in the segment after this. But, uh, Robert, there's going to be a new badge. And as you can see, in this, if you're watching in the video, the flag behind me is going to have to be replaced. Yeah. So are you going to buy a new flag? No. Are you going to put some masking tape over that one? Maybe I should. I did take masking tape and put it over the, the Benteking name on my shirt and wrote Adama on it in Sharpie, but um, the masking tape kind of peeled off over the course of the year, because number 20, you know? Some people had, like, cross-up letters and switched Benteke to just dead, but I was like, eh, Rudy's not going to be that good. Adama no. might. Yeah. Adama wasn't all that great either, but... That I new hadn't even played. Yeah, that's true. But that new badge, so take us through, since it's over your shoulder, what's changed? Oh, you see, see this little part that says prepared? We obviously know all about that, and that's just a blatant lie. So I think it's good that, that Villa kind of removed that part, and you know, a lot of people had been really wanting the old badge back, the, the circle crest, and, well, that's a nice crest, whatever. One thing, it's not, I mean, I don't like it any more than I like this one. I think they're both, I think they're both great, honestly, but... They added claws back to the lion, which I think is a nice touch. Yeah, absolutely. I think, aside from the uproar that accompanied this badge because of some faulty reporting from the B-mail, um, I think the new badge is definitely an improvement over the one uh, that is behind your shoulder there. Although, to be honest, I actually liked the one that was behind your shoulder there. Um, but I think oh, this I like is... it as well. I but I think their reasoning for removing that little the little lettering is that it works better in web applications or if it's going to be on a shirt and those are like size five font letters of the prepared and it's just a better touch because everything's kind of blown up a little bit like the, the line and, and yeah, that makes sense. I can't read the prepared over your shoulder right now. No, no, you just, it's, it's like when you're looking around the room without your glasses, like you only know what it says because you know, it's there. Yeah, absolutely. So the initial report was $2 million, and that, of course, would have been absolutely absurd for Villa to be spending on such a minor change. But Villa have said it was $80,000. Uh, are you okay with this design? Does, is it something we should have been doing? Your thoughts? Yeah, it's fine. I think especially, I mean, 
when you when you think it's two million and it only turns out to be eighty thousand, you're like, oh, that's that's a bargain. I mean, obviously, it's still a lot of money, but if you saw the link to the the website of the agency that did it, it I mean, they they put on a nice presentation. So <laughs> at least some it looks like someone did something to earn the eighty thousand, which is a lot more than Tom Fox did to earn his one million. Yeah. Honestly, I think my favorite part of the new package is the new typeface, and I want to know how we can get that font. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because it is a nice-looking little typeface. Yeah. Uh, I would use that all the time on the website if we if that were made publicly available, which I'm sure it won't yeah, be. Yeah, maybe if we weren't going to switch to audio, which we keep talking about but never doing, we could use it on our lower thirds here. But, yeah, um, that's, that's the end of that segment. All right. <laughs> new badge. Hello. Done. Next yeah. up. Um, Twitter. So let's actually start with the question before we go talk about the manager or the manager situation because obviously not a lot to change there. But did get our question. It's our food question that we usually get from Tyler Fisher at tfisher21. And it was, if you could eliminate one fruit from this earth to never be eaten or enjoyed again, what would it be? So your initial thought was what? Yeah, my initial thought was tomatoes because, you know, they're, it's like technically a fruit, but really you see it as a vegetable, and I don't like tomatoes raw, but you brought up a very interesting point, which was no pizza sauce, and that instantly changed my answer. So what is your new answer? I don't know. I was going to wait till you answer. Okay. So my answer, and this was easy, although I did have to go look it up to make sure this did count as a fruit instead of a nut. Uh, and according to the Library of Congress, it can count as either in the loose definition. Get rid of coconuts. Get them the hell out of here. Coconuts a fruit? Apparently, according to the Library of Congress. Yeah, you know, I I don't agree with that. I would have to say, I don't know, get rid of like pomegranates or something that you like don't really need because coconut I, th I think is quite quite useful. Like I don't like coconut milk. That stuff's nasty, but... Like, I don't know, in, I in desserts or like a, as a small topping, you know, you just need a touch of it. You don't need a lot of it, but you need zero of it. Zero coconut. All right. You're coconuts you really for coconut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's your fruit now? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'd be pomegranate. Maybe it'd be like guava or I don't know. It's just something you'd, you'd never really encounter that you wouldn't even realize you miss. I think that's pretty fair. If he allows us to take a really like knife edge definition, you can get rid of like one variety of apple or something. Yeah, I mean I could I could probably do without apples though. Or uh, you know, like oranges, like is it really worth your time to peel it, especially at work? Like then your hands are gonna get dirty or like sticky and then you're gonna mess up your keyboard and like Yeah, but what about delicious the, like, orange juice? Clementines, like tiny oranges. Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna actually have some orange juice after this to try to fix my cold foot. And if you make carnitas at home, you often use orange juice to make carnitas. Or yeah. oranges to make carnitas. And carnitas are just the goddamn best. Yeah. You, yeah, it's got to be pomegranate. Alright, I'm, I'm alright with that. You've got 33 seconds. What are your thoughts on the manager right now? Eric Black isn't going to get it. Uh, and we've really heard no other movement. Yeah, not, not a lot's changed. I, I mean, I kind of wanted to mention uh, on this week's filler review... Chris and Steve talked about how they, I mean, they they really agreed that uh, David Moyes is the choice. Yeah, I'm slowly coming around to that viewpoint. Uh, it, it makes sense. I It's not inspiring, but as I came around to last week, I don't think we necessarily need inspiring right now. Yeah, it's not disheartening like Pearson kind of would be. And the thing that they brought up about Pearson, the best point, I think, is 
One of his strengths was his backroom staff. Yeah, his backroom staff's all about to get new contracts at Leicester City, so they're not coming. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I I think led by Aston Villa Review, I'll jump on that bandwagon. Let's get Moyes aboard. And let's do it now before anyone else has the chance to. Yeah, boys is boys. <laughs> All right, are you ready for our last segment of the day? Yeah, I mean, it kind of ties into the whole manager situation because we're playing Burnmouth this weekend, and Burnmouth manager Eddie Howe is really a pretty good manager, I think. Young English guy, one of the, actually one of the only English managers in the English Premier League, but he's, he's guided the Cherries to a pretty successful season so far. They're going to stay up. 38 points, they're in 13th, and only a minus 16 goal difference, which actually is quite respectable if you look at Villas, which sunk to minus 40. Yeah. Chelsea. Minus 40. Um, Yeah, and because of that goal differential, we basically have to do better than uh, Norwich at this point to have any chance of mathematically being alive. Because if we come out of the weekend trailing by 15 points, the goal differential is such that it would never happen, although it's never going to happen anyway. But still. Uh, Yeah, that goal differential is with the uh, with the way things are, with only six matches left for Villa, even if they pick up eighteen points, they'd be say say Villa won had six wins. Norwich do nothing from now. Um, Villa would be three points ahead of them if Norwich lost all their remaining games. Can you imagine so, Villa doubling their win total in the final six matches, <sighs> or no. or rather tripling their current win total, but getting double the number of wins they have all season in their final six matches? Can you imagine Villa even winning one more match? I can't. No, I, I actually think we will go the rest of the year not winning anything else. That would not surprise oh, so me in the slightest. Um, although, you have to think if there's a chance it has to come against one of the three teams we've beaten this season. <laughs> and you've got to think it's going to come against a team that we've beaten twice this season because we beat Burma 2-1 back in January in the FA Cup and obviously opened the season with a win over them. Oh, that's right. So, wow. I'm At this point, I think Burnmouth should just get relegated. You lost to Villa twice. Yeah, you're right, but the, the thing I wanted to bring up about that opening day win is that Burnmouth probably actually should have won like about 15 minutes in or something. They, they blazed one over the bar from about five feet in front of goal that really should have went in. And I don't know. They're, they're a terrible team. We're a terrible team. You know, what, anything could have, could have happened. Yeah, absolutely. And that's just a goal. I mean, we all thought maybe that was the beginning of something because it was the type of goal we thought we'd see from him, and it was one of a kind. Yeah, uh, I mean, Rudy, Rudy just said he's going to score some headers. He's a big guy, but um, few and far between. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I don't It's know. been the story yeah. of the season. And Burn Myth have really had the year that we should have had. Yeah, agreed maybe, on that. Uh, you know, just kind of... A scrappy team, you know, a couple, a couple pretty solid players and difference makers. But when you're when you're a squad like that, you have to play as a team, and you cannot make mistakes. You yeah. know, and, and if if shut up, if if you do, if if the opponent makes mistakes, you have to capitalize on those. And that's yeah. really just the opposite of what happened to Villa. Any yeah. opponent mistake, totally unpunished. Any mistake Villa made, it's like they scored two goals out of one chance. Yeah, absolutely. The the one thing I will say is, while I don't expect Villa to win, I also don't expect it to be another 4-0. Yeah, no way, no way. Especially at home. I mean, at home, who's even going to show up? 10,000 people? Yeah, right. Um, 
I don't know. I think stadium is half full. I know Ellis is going, and Ellis usually doesn't go to matches, so there's at least one extra person that Villa have. <laughs> That'll make up for it. <laughs> I've, heard, but, I've heard Ellis is really loud. He's going to do everything he can to make up for it. Well, even if you don't go to this match, you should go support the U21s on Monday against mm-hmm. West Ham. And Robert still will reimburse you two quid. No one has taken me up on this. I am baffled the, by that. If you're the even support the Villa U21's account tried to take you up on it, but they tried to get you to pay for more than one ticket. Yeah, and that... so one person, one ticket principle. Sorry. <laughs> I, I did enjoy that. What account should we have this to? And I said, you can PayPal it, and I'll send two quid. And they're like, we were hoping for more. And I was like, no, no, I'm not giving more. I got two quid. I mean, unless you got four arms and four legs, you're only getting two quid. No. And two butts. You got to take up two seats then, I guess. But um, yeah. Anyways, the the I'm, I'm not a rich normal. man. <laughs> it's uh, it's normal time on Saturday. Um, what three GMT, ten Eastern? I I six. Think it's five, not GMT, and I think I found the source of your confusion because I think technically right now it's BST because it's British summertime. Hey. It's British summertime right now, and that may have been where your confusion came in last week because it, apparently, technically, GMT is still whatever it was. So, oh, so I was right. I think so, but <laughs> I, I. So yes, I was wrong. I will say it. I admit it. Um, no, no, no. You you weren't wrong, but I was just right. But yeah, I think so. Um, but so it's no, it's because it was because um because obviously in America our clocks changed like a month before, and so we were an hour closer, but. Now it's back to normal, but still slightly not, you know, whatever. There's some crazy plan out there to make the entire world one time zone. And a little part of me hates it, but the part of me that has to talk about something that happens five hours away from me loves that idea. Yeah, I mean, obviously I have no control over it, so I'm going to just have to go with the flow. <laughs> kind of like what Villa do whenever there is a game. <laughs> They have no impact. It's like they have no impact or they can't do anything about it. But hopefully this weekend they'll actually be able to do something and get a win. You know, if 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 they get a win this weekend, let's just cancel the rest of the season and say yay. Whatever. Can we just cancel the rest of the season no matter what? Yeah, we can, but at least let's give Burnmouth the embarrassment of losing to Villa three times in one season. In in our worst year, we still beat them three times. How bad would that be? Burnmouth or the new Norwich is what we would take I don't away from them. I don't care because they're going to stay up, but. No, God. Whatever. We'll, we'll see them again someday. Maybe they'll <laughs> go to. Actually, yeah, maybe they'll go down next year and they'll see us in the championship in 2017. We'll see but, them in the FA Cup next year when we can be the underdogs. Yeah, plucky cup side. <laughs> Just looking, looking to make a run because they're only in the championship, but. Yeah, we've, we've dragged this on far too long. Anyways, you know where to find us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Check us out over there. Uh, we'll have all the match coverage for you. As always, at 7500ahold.com. So for Robert Lintot, I'm Jack Grimsey, and wherever you've listened to us, you can keep doing that. And this has been the Holtcast. We'll see you next time.